classic. Look at this guy. I'm so proud of him. Witcher outfit. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh shit. All right, hold on a second. <laughs> I see Eddie had to go next door to get his hat. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's like fucking Fred Durst Listen, with a Kango. Let me, let me get a sponsorship. <laughs> Sponsored by Peaky Blinders. <laughs> yeah, why the, Shel- not? the Shelby family. Yeah, yeah. I They're doing prequels to everything, so they might as well do a prequel to Peaky Blinders. Yeah, there's no new content anywhere. Yeah, now. yeah. Just make the Puerto Rican version. <laughs> El Peaky O Blinders. <laughs> I can't touch that one. <laughs> Not in 2021. Oh, man. Fuck that shit. We're going to fix this political correctness. Sure. <laughs> With we, political we, incorrectness. We, we are. <laughs> us, us three? Okay. Yeah, that's right. We're single-handedly going to save uh, the United States and the internet. Yes, because yeah, we yeah. clearly represent the whole of America. The whole demographic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Everything. Absolutely. <laughs> all, the, all the Pacific Islanders are all represented here. Listen, that's how we do it. <laughs> We're innovators. Okay. All, all right. right, Eddie, start it up. Welcome to the Sofa Kingdom podcast with your host, Nelson. Ian. Ed. All right. I think today we're going to dive into a little bit of that sci-fi, you know, some spaceships, aliens, body snatchers. That's science fiction for you fucking posers out there. <laughs> that firefly that Ian keeps refusing to watch. I watch have it. no idea why. <laughs> Bro, did you watch it yet? I was, I, no, I haven't watched it. I acknowledge its greatness. I know that every science fiction fan uh-huh. puts uh-huh. it as like a cornerstone of the genre. Yes, yes. But because you guys constantly want me to watch it, I'm never going to watch it. That's just how it goes. That's just, you know, I you can't. know what we're going to have to do is... That's one thing we to... don't do here. We don't conform, right? We don't fucking fold for anyone. <laughs> we're going to have to like do like an intervention where we're like, we just lock them in a room with like TV screens everywhere and like one of those devices that hold your eyes open and just fucking force them to watch. You get a clockwork orange? Yeah, <laughs> Firefly. Okay. Stanley Kubrick, my ass. All right, got you, got it. You know... For friendship, that's what that's Absolutely. why we'll do it. Yeah, that's yeah, why. yeah. Well, yes. what are friends for? Yeah, that's right. If you know, not, if, if not, not to psychologically torturing each other, exactly. Yeah, and impose your will upon them. Like, yes. what you haven't seen this movie? Yes. You're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. That's right. That's right. Couldn't have said it better myself. Um, I will tell you this, guys. I went to see uh, Venom two. No spoilers. Has, um, have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. I have seen it. You have seen it? Oh, I have seen it. I thought thought it was really good. He snuck out without saying anything about getting tickets. (laughs) Really? Okay. That's a good brother right there. I I figured I wanted to have the movie theater all to myself. You know what I mean? And hold over him the fact that I seen Venom too. I thought it was good too. I I thought it was good. Like I thought it was a little campy, a little corny, uh, but fun, right? Because it, it, it kind of modeled itself after the first one where it's like nobody took themselves too seriously. You know, there was a lot of uh, banter between Venom and uh, Todd Hardy or uh, Eddie Brock, you know, and it was silly, but it was funny. The action was good. Even like Woody Harrelson leaned in hard on like the, it's a little corny. He's like, yeah, like he looked like a, a pool I th- player. I thought he did all right with the, with the Queen's Cat. I mean, he was okay. Yeah, no, I, thought you know? he, I thought he did good. I know. Yeah, I'm not, I, I know I was excited about that role. I was excited to see uh, him, him as Queen's Cassidy. That was. Uh, and did it deliver? It did. I mean, they did Carnage really well. I think they they may have missed the mark a little with the with the PG thirteen rating. I think if you're yes. gonna do a Carnage movie, you go R. Yeah. R. Yeah. Especially if you're keeping Spider Man out of it. Bro, I, mean, I was surprised. I actually when I left the movie theater, I was like, This has gotta be a rated R movie. They said dick and fuck a hundred <laughs> times in that movie. PG thirteen, you get one fuck. 
But they said dick. Dick, 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 dick. Like, he was typing it. I don't even know if 2021, if dick's a swear word anymore. That's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe the like the bar has been pushed. They're like, eh. Hey, we're living in the Megan the Stallion era, man. Things have changed. There's literally numbers on how many times you could say each thing. And in the way you're using it as a reference also makes a difference. Ah, so they were definitely pushing the bar on that PG-13 rating. Yeah. yeah. I would yeah, I would like to see over-the-top violence. Yeah. Crime, I mean, it's just, it, they, he lives up to it. It's his name. And they and did it tastefully. Like, they did the violence in a way that, like, a kid younger, you know, could go in there and watch it. Nothing grotesque is happening, but there was still, like, it was a nasty fight scenes. Things were happening. Oh, all, all the good parents were out in force at my movie as well. And all the, <laughs> the, I saw the, like the row of seven-year-olds oh filing. Yes. I was like, ah, oh, they're, they're like, like not this movie, oh, not yeah. this one. And as a matter of fact, I have a little story to tell you about what happened to me during this movie experience. <laughs> I like story time. It was a family of eight. Uh, you know who you are. Uh, it was an extremely large man, like Bam Bam Bigelow large Ooh, tattoos like, and all we got yeah the flame, like straight the up head. loxahatchee camo <laughs> motherfucker bald or mullet mullet damn yes. oh yeah yes, damn. that's fantastic. dusty Rhodes, the american yes. dream he had a bunch of young kids Rest with him and uh he tells them he warns them ahead of time in the movie he's like hey listen before the movie starts i need you guys to sit in your seats i got you your drinks i got you your candy everybody behave and I could tell right now he's looking at just the one little motherfucker in the front. <laughs> and he's he's already getting up. He's like, I had to go to the bathroom. I got to go to the bathroom. I need candy. I need a drink. And his father's like, I got you everything. Sit down. He sat the older brother next to him. The movie's going. The kid gets up. He's like, Dad, I need another candy. He's like, please sit down. Sits him down. And, like, this guy is talking to his daughter like out loud, not whispering like, yeah, so that's a good part in the movie. And then the two girls sitting next to him, his daughters, whatever, family, they had their phone taking pictures and selfie the whole fucking movie. Here I am sitting there and I'm just trying to like, just focus on the movie, focus on the movie. And then the kid kept getting up and kid kept running around and the father kept getting up and yelling at him in the movie theater, not saying anything too crazy, parenting. And then at one point the kid gets up and he's like, I got to use the bathroom. He's like, hold it in. Uh. kid sat back down he's like I gotta use the bathroom and the father's like shut the fuck up and sit down now here's a 40 year old man and like a 5 year old child in the movie theater and he's like Sh everybody's there shut the fuck up my wife sitting next to me starts laughing out loud. I'm like, you can't laugh at that. <laughs> but we did. <laughs> and I think everybody in the movie theater wanted to clap. You know, just a little bit, maybe even like, hey, hit him. We don't care. We'll look yeah, the other we, way. Nobody saw nothing. We'll yeah, watch the yeah, movie. Yeah, fucking brat. In yeah, the, exactly. But uh, it made the movie experience better. just a little bit. A little better. Yeah, yeah. It definitely now, I couldn't did. help but think that if you'd have, like, waited for your brother and you guys would have coincided on a time, like, mm. maybe you wouldn't have been in that theater at that point in time. This is true. And yeah. we wouldn't have had the great experience we did. You know oh, what? Okay. In the future, I will leave him out of things. Thank you, Ian. <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> So I tried. Of you. Thank you. I tried. And I tried. I tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about you, Ed? Anything new? Uh, I'm still actually playing Hades. Um, told you. It's a fantastic game. It's it's a type of game I, I, I actually don't like these types of games. I don't like it's deliberately 
hard to get through the game. But every time you right. play through, it get you get a little better. It's a roguelike game. So every time you go through, you get a little more power, a little more this, a little okay. more that. But a That's lot so of good. times... It sounds like too human. A little bit. Okay. Um, a lot of times, I don't like these games because the story, it doesn't move with you. It doesn't right. really hold up. This one, since y- you are playing uh, the son of a god, you're playing the son of Hades... And you're dealing with all the gods dying is his forte. Right. That's it's, it's a part it of doesn't affect anything. The mission so, or exactly. part of the so, story. So so it's not like you die, you go back to the beginning and you're playing the same story. Every time you go through, there's new dialogue. So I'm at a hundred plus runs and it's still wow. yeah. new fucking dialogue. Yeah. There's still story okay. options I know I haven't opened up. Because you, you, you have to get better, you have to get your increase your relationship with each character, right? Correct. Yeah. So I can see spots where, like, I can still get more out of this. So it's at one level you play through, it, sort the, of. Well, that's the other thing. The levels shift. So every time you're going through the dungeon, choose a you, different path. Yeah, you can go through different paths, but the paths also change. Gotcha. So you do have similar levels you go through, but which one you land on through, and which people you fight along the way changes as you're going through the game. Okay. So even which abilities you get as you're going through is different every time you're going through. I've never seen a game with replayability like this. Like it's it's insane. it's ridiculous. Well, that's why I said like too human and I don't know if you've ever played it. I have not played it. It was a it's sci-fi-esque, but it also it's based on the Greek gods, I believe it is, right? Like so, Zeus so, so and Boulder yeah. and all of them. Yeah. Well, wait, wait, Boulder is Norse. Norse mythology. Okay, so then it's... No- it's yes, it's, yes, because the Norse tree. Yeah, yeah, the tree of life is in there. Idrasil. Yeah. And it's just... It's it's like 10 levels, but you replay them and you, don't, you unlock armor. You don't really get into the things that start opening up in that game right. until you beat it once. Right. And it's almost similar to Hades where, like, you beat it and it's it's still going. It's but, still going. And the going. game gets still more going. difficult with you as yeah. you're progressing your character. Yes. So it it was a really dope game that went nowhere because of the uh, production team behind it mm. overspent yes. what they were initially allotted to create the game Got and then it. just, you know, yeah, shit they, the bed, they, basically. They, they didn't really... It seems like they didn't understand how to use the Unreal Engine. They had issues, and then they blamed um, the developers of the, the game engine for the issues they were having, but they essentially... At some point, they ran out of money, and they couldn't quite... So there's parts in the game that you could see that they intended right. to do more with, and it just it just literally completely just drops off. But to the people that played the game, like, I spent hours upon hours playing that game, and I enjoyed it. Like, it was just redundant, but in a good way, and very challenging, and just... It was it was an enjoyable game, so I'll probably give Hades a shot. Yeah, I, I would give... Because, I, like I said, I don't like roguelike games... I don't like playing games multiple times. I I can count on one hand the number of games I've played a second time. But I've played the game, I finished the game, and I am still playing the fucking game. It's good. Cool, cool. What about you, Ian? Anything new for you? uh, Something really new for me, but it's not something I watched or read or anything. Oh, shit. I am actually, for the first time in my life, I'm trying Sober October. I'm trying it. Nice. All (laughs) right. Sober October. I've never done this. No substances or anything. I can't drink. I can't smoke with a ganja. I can't do none of that. Not until October is over. I can tell you look younger already. Thank you. Yeah, man. All right. Dude, some some asshole tried to tell me that I had to uh, stop 
caffeine and energy drinks. I was like, wait, no, 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 pump the, pump the brakes, pump the brakes. He literally tried to say, he's like, no, that's a mind-altering substance. I was like, you can go fuck yourself. I was like, I, I, no, I'm in the middle of no, semester. No, There's no, no way I'm going to stop coughing. There's no way. Yeah. So it's, it, it's, it's an interesting feeling, you know. I just Tell a medical student they can't have caffeine. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not happening. I mean, I just, I just got yeah, back People are keys. falling over on the gurneys. Nobody's... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck yeah. that, man. If yeah. I had some energy, I'd pick them up. I'd pick them up. <laughs> no. I, I just got back from the Keys. It was actually interesting going to the Keys, watching nice. everybody else around me uh-huh. participate in the debauchery. And yeah, I was you just, could see, oh, shit, that oh. could... Well, that usually it is me. It could be me. <laughs> yeah. It could be me. And I, I woke up. My bank account wasn't as damaged. Nice. I didn't feel like shit. I, mm. didn't, I didn't need an IV to bring me back to nice. life. Nice. Nice BJ great. pen. Yeah, exactly. Well, I actually, I went for a run today in Key West. I ran around the whole island, 7.2 miles. How All many right. bums chased you? Uh, none. None. Actually, but surprisingly, <laughs> surprisingly, the bum, the bum population was dramatically low in Key West, which really? I thought would have been... I mean, if I'm homeless, I'm going to keep Right. Do you think it's a sober October I factor in there? I, like, don't, I don't know. They're like all these sober motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah, we'll get out of here. Nah, they, uh, here. they get washed away every hurricane season. I think <laughs> that's <laughs> what happens. So they're all in Cuba right now. Okay, got it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Fucking Fidel, man. Yeah. He's always up to no good. As soon as he left, man. all the homeless came in. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> or did he leave? Did he leave? Oh, man. So I tell you what, guys. Um, I, I, I think... Today's episode, when we talk about sci-fi, we could talk about it from like a pop culture standpoint, or we could talk about it from things that uh, basically, you know, you watched growing up as a child that maybe had an impact on you um, as an adult, you know, because I know that each one of us in different capacities had shows or movies from sci-fi that just kind of like felt like, man, I would love to be a part of that universe, you know whether oh, yeah. it's Star Wars or Star Trek or Aliens, which I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't want to get chased by aliens. <laughs> no, yeah, I, 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 as much as I love the whole alien genre, yeah, I'm not. I, I don't want to be a part of that universe. Yeah, that's, at all. A, that's a hard pass participating. Yeah, in that world. I'm happy with a life with no xenomorphs. Yeah, man, yeah. that whole yeah. life of like, yeah, we're gonna put you in a tin can, shoot you out into space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then a face hugger is gonna attach itself to you, drop an egg into your gut, and then later a chest burster is gonna explode. <laughs> We're good. We're I'm good. Hard pass. Yeah. No, no space <laughs> yeah. colony job in my future. No, no thanks. Happening. To me, if I would travel in space, it would definitely be in Star Trek. Oh, yeah. Because they had the, uh, the hologram room. Oh, uh, well, yeah, absolutely. You could be anywhere you wanted to be. It in looks pretty comfortable. Part of time. Like, yeah, they, they had some nice times. I mean, they were getting shot at and invaded and yep. occasionally murdered if and you were yeah. wearing a red shirt. And let's oh, be yeah. honest, that hologram room glitched a lot. It did. And it caused a lot of fucking problems. Because these motherfuckers were fucking with the parameters, okay? <laughs> That's the first thing I learned about Star Trek. <laughs> Leave the computer alone. Don't fuck with the parameters. It's like, know? how do they not have a, a mobile uh, EMT device that whenever it goes bad, it just fucking shuts it off? That's it. Seems Listen, like a quick solve. You need to call Gene Roddenberry yeah. and have him fix that it. shit. Get on it. <laughs> yeah. that's, the, that's always the great divide that, there, right down the middle. Yeah, the, the safety's off, and we can't get them, and they got live bullets. Yeah, cool. Beep. Yeah. That's it. So fucking was, done. You get, you get killed by a simulation. That's some bullshit. But you were saying the, the divide down the middle? Well, the great divide down the middle was always like, if you go to a sci-fi convention, uh-huh. it's always like, on this side of the room, we have the, the, the Trekkies. Yes. And on this side of the room, we have the Star Wars fans. Yeah. So it's a great, right. great divide. You know, it's, it's, and what about you? Where do you fit on that in that divide? In that particular divide, as much like Star Trek... For me, I know that it, Kirk came first and uh-huh. all that, yes, and that's, yes. that's great. But like my introduction to it was Next Generation. That's when yeah. I first started seeing Star Trek so on television. The the Picard. I am a Captain Jean Luc <laughs> uh-huh. Picard uh-huh. guy, and he was I, a great captain. He was. He was. He was. But, but he wasn't as manly as Kirk. 
Fair. Think Kurt, about it. Kurt well, was banging blue chicks. And he was, chicks. he was fist fighting aliens. He right. was fist he was, fighting he was, aliens. He was yeah. You're right. Yeah, like um, they didn't have a, a cree, a decree. Like, you know, he was just out there like, we're humans. This shit is ours. <laughs> I was I was always more of a Star Wars fan because it's like, you know, the, the Jedi kind of like space samurai. Yes. Uh, space had, magic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they can just do things, but they can alter your mind. They can move stuff. It, it was just, it was really cool. Yeah, know? and and... It was actually like Star Wars was derived from like a samurai feeling. I believe uh, you, you were talking about it before. Like it was based off of loosely like uh, samurai movies and cartoons, anime kind of a feel. Even to the it. whole Force thing actually was actually uh, based off of uh, religions and things like that. Like when he created that world, he went real deep into making it uh, really stick right. yeah. with the audience. I like how he said it takes place in the past. Like he even says it takes place a long, long time ago, yeah. just really far away. I think <laughs> and that's did, dope. Yeah, George Lucas did a great job of just saying, this is what I like, yes. and I'm going to do it. And the world mm-hmm. building is everything. because that's, You like it cool, but I'm doing it. Right, right. <laughs> so. the, the world building is what sucks people in. Yeah. And, and the bigger the world, and the fact that you have that epic good versus evil, and then this guiding force that controls everything you know uh i think a lot of people can relate to that whether you want to be you know on the dark side killing innocent children like anakin um (laughs) or you know like luke skywalker uh, defending the universe and kissing his sister and it's yeah it's so much he did that that it's so much broader now you used to to get further into star wars you had to go and start reading a bunch of novels that were canon but not canon or sometimes canon or now that some are canon again yeah. others are not canon right uh but now you got all the tv shows you got the mandalorian you got um disney. the anime yeah. that they just were i mean disney is going hard with yeah. expanding that universe so it's it's much more and rightfully so it's a cash cow yeah it's much yeah. more varied you know because when you had to compare them before it was like yeah, especially back when, you know, um, Star Trek was just Jean-Luc Picard and Kirk. It was, you know, three movies right. versus season upon season upon season of television show. Right. And but, that's what helped build the Star Trek yeah, franchises. But, I think not only wasn't it just forced you to go to the movies to watch it, it was something you tuned in weekly. You watched it. And this is back when seasons were like 30 episodes. Like yep. now a season's... 10 episodes, yeah. maybe. Yeah. They realized that, uh, wow, hey, uh, working these people uh, 18 hours a day all year long is uh, bad? No, fuck <laughs> that. I enjoyed it. I say, <laughs> go back to that schedule. I need more content of the good shit that I like. But even like the new Star Trek uh, that they got out, Discovery. Yep. When you watch it, it's almost got like a Game of Thrones like feel to it. The it's production, epic. the production the, is off yeah. the scale. It's I mean, when they really cut, good. When you cut back on the number of episodes, it, it does allow more room and time to film each episode, but also right. make each episode that much bigger. Right. Yeah. But that's you know, it makes the hits that much better, and honestly, the misses that much worse. Yeah. And you know what it is too? I think for Star Trek versus Star Wars. You got the lightsabers in Star yeah. Trek, right? Yeah. And you got the Force, so you've got this epic shit going on here. And then, like John Luke is popping out, he's like, "Computer, tell me ten ways to kill this man. Set it to stun anyway." Bing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel, I feel like with Star Wars, there's more like science fantasy. And yes. With yes. Star Trek, it's more science. It's mm-hmm. more yes, you know, yes, and they really did feel to it. use a lot of uh, science in the show, and that's what really helped give it more of a realistic feel. Yes. Like, this is 
plausible science yeah. that they're working e- with. Even um, the warp drive, the whole idea of the warp drive and a lot of that is was based on uh, tachyon particle research that came out around the same year that Star Wars... Uh, Star Trek had started. Nice. So, which I'm still in disbelief is a real fucking thing. That yeah, tachyon, tachyon <laughs> particles is a it, real. It's thing. fantastic because they they went that far into trying to bring as much real science into it as possible. So the things that they talk about, for the most part, are things that theoretically are real, and right. and they've continued that trend throughout. But even the stuff that wasn't real at the time, people watching those shows grew up, went into science, went into research and development, went into technology yep. to try to build the shit that they seen as kids. You know, yeah, there are people that are working on, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a realistic lightsaber right now. There is one. You can find it on YouTube, and it is uh, it's superheated plasma. Fuck. And it it's fucking phenomenal looking. It, <laughs> and it is horrendously dangerous. Imagine <laughs> dropping it and trying to catch it. Oops, no arms. And, and it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they yeah. used it to cut through metal. It's it's absolutely an absurd device. So when are they coming out with, uh, when are they coming out with uh, being able to beam people up so I can skip the fucking airport line? <laughs> Listen, even when they come up with that shit, I'm not doing it. Yeah, that, that is, the, the, the beaming people up is, is terrifying because there's various ways that they look at it plausibly working one of it is is actually breaking you down, and but the amount of energy in all your particles is tremendous. So to break that down, you do need somewhere to store it to then send it. There's no way it's you. Even yeah. if they manage to put yeah. all that shit back together, there's no way it's and, you. And, and that's, well, if they're going to do that, at least fix me up when I come back. Yeah, you know that, what I mean? That's 10 pounds less. You know, part of the, <laughs> that's part of the problem is you that... fix my forehead? Fix my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sorry, man. That's caveman <laughs> genetics, bro. <laughs> Help me. Some of the other way they look at it is as being done is you would be scanned and then a new set of particles put together somewhere else. But nah. to balance the equation, yet your scan murdered, reassembled, essentially resurrected. Damn. So Imagine it's dying a thousand deaths. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it's 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 almost like when they look at certain weapons in in in, in uh, Star Trek that they consider banned, some of the uh, disruptors and things like that. They the part of the way they explain why it's banned is because it's such high energy, it causes the person to almost freeze in time and feel like they're disintegrating slowly over like a tremendous amount. So for the everyone watching, Jesus. it's like <laughs> quick. Like but right. for the person that's hit, it's essentially torture. It's, it's a, a slow death. So it's like, that's why those things are kind of not allowed. It, it's right. almost the same reason why the Mandalorian's rifle is a weapon they don't allow because it hits in a way where, yeah, it, it looks quick. Except for that poor bastard, he might as well be in a black hole because time stopped and it's slow as shit. Okay, so then if we're talking about transporting, then we got to talk about Stargate. I don't know if you've ever seen the show Stargate. I saw the the movie. movie. Okay, so the original movie was fantastic, but it spawned generations Mm -hmm. of uh, Stargate, Stargate Universe. uh, SG-1. Yes, yeah. And um, I believe there was one more Stargate with the ship. Uh, but I, I, I can't remember I'm it right now. I'm drawing a blank on it. But yeah. they traveled through, essentially, I guess, like a portal gate. Einstein like Rosenbridge, a wormhole. A wormhole that would take you to another Andromeda, planet. was it? Andromeda? 
Was that the... Uh, that no, no, no. That's Kevin Sorbo. Oh. oh yes. yes. Oh. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's too late. Don't do it. Don't do it. That was probably the worst of the franchises it was, that was created. It, it was, was bad, and I enjoyed watching how bad it was. Do you I guys remember Sequest? Yeah, yes. Yeah, Roy Shiner. <laughs> that was great. That was another one that was like right along there with uh, Babylon 5. Yeah. Yep, which yeah. was like when I had nothing else sci fi, I was like, all right, I will watch it. And I seen it through to the end. Wasn't bad. Wasn't great either. Yeah, Far- that's one. Farscape? That Farscape, I watched. Farscape. Yeah. Yes. To me, that's dark Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, and I almost <laughs> hated it because of the Jim Henson Muppets that they had in there. But then I, I grew to love Nigel. Uh, yes. Yeah, like yeah. he farted helium. <laughs> <laughs> like they, the most ridiculous things you could think of, they did with this puppet. And uh, it worked. Yeah. Um, After a while, you forgot he was a puppet. You right. really yeah. just watched the show for the show. And I think it was yeah. part and partial to the cast. Yes. The cast really delivered on like, this is a real atmosphere. Everything is real. The real people and all yeah. this shit. And uh, aliens, and uh, it was really good. Actually, I really liked Farscape. What was like the real like adult themed one? Wasn't that like Lex or something? There was another Lex, sci-fi channel? correct. Yeah. I've never seen that one. Yeah, I've seen a couple, but it didn't. It didn't last people? very long, no, and it, it almost it, it did. almost disappeared from air completely. When it looked like it belonged stopped. on Cinemax. I was like, what is yeah, this? It wasn't. What, are we, what are we going for here? I, like, right, uh, I might have to it. check it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the episodes are out there somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. yeah, yeah. <laughs> somewhere. But uh, I think you can't talk about sci-fi without discussing uh, James Cameron. Yep. And um, I'm Fair. really looking forward to Avatars 2 and 3, which I believe finished shooting. They're holding on to putting the movies out. I think he's really uh, rallying for large box office numbers like he yeah. did with the first yeah. iteration. But the way he also... He also takes a long time between movies. None right. of his movies are like rapid succession. I mean, yeah. he builds new technology for everything he does. But the success rate is amazing, yeah. right? Because when he puts something out, you're guaranteed that you're going to see something amazing. You won't be disappointed! <laughs> you fucking bastard. I knew, I knew he was waiting. I knew he was waiting. <laughs> Thought you were looking for something clever. James Cameron. James Cameron is also the king of the sequel. The oh, king yes. of the sequel. Yes. He yes. literally takes what you did and he does the next one better. Oh, 100%. Like Ridley Scott does Alien. Yes. And he says, hmm. I, I like this idea. He does aliens <laughs> much better at the box office. Uh, um, whoever did whoever did Terminator. Yes. He goes in and says, I can do this. Terminator, uh, Terminator, better. Terminator 2, arguably one of the greatest action Melting movies ever made. Melting liquid. Yes. Was that the one where the T-1000? The T-1000. I mean, you even, can't beat that. Even the special effects that he they may, used in he there. He may have reused his special effects from the abyss. Uh, that's okay. Hey, Listen, we forgive hey, it. We forgive okay. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but he also commissioned an Australian team to make a submarine <laughs> for Avatar 2 because he wanted to make Avatar 2, I believe it's solely based or mostly based on the underwater part of the yeah, Avatar world. They're all f- they were filming that so, all and underwater. I, and, I, and I wrote this down because... Nightmare that must have been. He went to the lowest location in Earth in the Mariana <laughs> Trench, 36,000 <laughs> feet deep. And he did it. And he Why? went down there for three hours to record because he wants to use actual footage from the bottom of the ocean for Avatar. It's some weird shit down there when you get that far he, down. He, yeah, he took that whole Titanic shit like seriously, didn't he? Yeah, he had, yeah, he, he had a submarine he, for oh, that yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. Titanic 2 is coming out. Do you know that, right? No, I'm just kidding. No, no, I'm just no, kidding. No, 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 no. What are they going to do now? What? They're going to bring Leonardo back. 
<laughs> like, wait, this is Captain America. Wait well, a second, he's an icicle. My favorite thing of, of Titanic is when the Mythbusters proved no. They could have both fit on the door. Goddamn right. Rose, God Rose right. was a selfish bitch. We all know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen, that. she wanted that big-ass diamond. She did. And then she just <laughs> threw it in the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, because all that guilt, because she knew he could have fit. Because the ghost of Jack the was haunting her every night. Because she fucking let him drown and freeze to death. That's ridiculous. Oh, shit. But next time, throw the picture away and yeah. keep the diamond. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? The heart of the sea? Poor Jack. Yeah. I never even watched what the movie. It, yes, you did. Looked, you it, watched it. We all watched it. No. You watched it. I, I watched it. I, I have successfully. I didn't. I have successfully okay, okay. got <laughs> away with not watching that movie. <laughs> so this is what we got to do. Intervention. Firefly. Intervention. Titanic. Titanic. Yeah, I'm, I'm skipping that. <laughs> I, I think I might be sick that day. Too. You might be sick that I day. All right, all right. Man. <laughs> I'm coming down with something. <laughs> Speaking of Firefly. <laughs> no. I love the show. Uh, they're thinking about bringing it back to Disney+. Plus. Mm. Uh, they're not going to bring gonna, back the old story. Is it going to be a reboot? Or they're talking uh, about a reboot, which I think would be the best way to go. Yeah, because Keep they, it in the universe with new characters. Don't try to rehash what they did. They're never going to recreate Yeah, because the that. movie ended yeah, it. And it's, it, yeah. it'll be... It, it, it's it's going to be tough to try to match that cast. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the cast... It's really, yeah, it's like I was telling you earlier before. It's really hard to catch lightning twice. And um, it's like what they're doing with the Cowboy Bebop uh, yep. live action. Yeah. When I found out, it was like, it's it's not a retelling. It's kind of like a, like a like a continuation. Right. Mm. I was like, oh, I was like, you're going to shit on me, aren't you? Yeah, they're moving <laughs> forward with the story. I was like, you're going to shit on me. You know what will happen is if there's enough success, they'll do the almighty prequel. Let, let's, yeah. you know, like. I mean, let's be hey, honest. Hey, Most of I the. Just, I just walked into a room. There's a mirror on the floor. A German lady just walked in in black leather. I'm like, I'm going to get shit on. <laughs> I just have a feeling. Like, I know it's a fetish I, party. I, I know enough about the world that I know what's about to happen to me. I'm like, but I'm going to get shit on. Most of the anime adaptations to live action are pretty rough garbage, garbage. um yeah. they're they it it's it's a tough watch you, the most enjoyment you get is just that it's seeing in live action because everything else besides that so you didn't love aladdin away you didn't love aladdin i haven't watched any of the disney live action remakes <laughs> they're not good none of them no, are they're not good. Good. Yeah. i try to like them uh, because I grew up watching those cartoons, and then you sit down as an adult, like, oh, this will be cool. And what? The Jungle Book was probably the worst <laughs> violation <laughs> of my childhood. There was actually a part in the movie where, like, the little uh, wolf, I believe it was, uh, or I, I forget what the animal was, but his head was sitting there. I'm like, this is a children's movie? <laughs> I am appalled. <laughs> Yeah, the first live action I actually went and saw was the Beauty and the Beast one. It was okay. It just it wasn't. It didn't have the same. Effect. Right. It yeah. didn't. Yeah. And then I I I started to watch the Aladdin one. Uh-huh. Got like ten minutes in when they were singing in the streets, and I was like, I'm done. See, I'm done. Musicals. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> well, no, it's, musicals. It's no, just, it's okay. It didn't have the agree, same. Agree thing. with it. Musicals. Yeah. Fucking musicals. Lin Miserable. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the the Lion King was actually one of the worst ones for me. Yeah, because yeah. I know that, I know it's not supposed to technically be live action, but it looks like a Nat Geo thing. Yes, so it's it like, does. Yeah, it's, yeah. Let's be honest; it's hard to top the animation of uh, it is and the Kimbo. creativity. <laughs> <laughs> it was but a somehow, true classic, especially yes. when Disney remade it yes. as yep. the Lion King and yes. didn't credit it at all. <laughs> so this is some bullshit. <laughs> 
Kimber the White Lion, look into it. Yeah, look into yeah. it. One thing that I uh, back to sci-fi. Uh, <laughs> one thing that I'm looking forward to is watching Star Trek Discovery, and I know you probably haven't seen it, but some of the newer technologies that they're showing, I'm like, oh, I hope they get into that shit. Mm-hmm. And like one of the things in particular is like they took the old uh, badge there and. Like, instead of having computer, like, you can hit it, and then, like, a holographic display pops up in front of you, and then, like, you can, like, (laughs) surf the web over here. I was like, oh, that's the kind of shit I need in my life because, you know, I'm not walking into enough trees with my cell phone right now. So, I'm like, if I can hit this, and I'm watching a show, and, oh, there's the game, and bang. I'm in. Netflix, NFL Network, just in your badge. Yes. (laughs) Now, there's there's a couple of new companies coming out with uh, augmented reality glasses where it's... The idea is to hook up to your computer, so you have in the little corner your 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 glasses there, right. a screen. A lot of it tends to be into industrial stuff, so like mechanics so and things like that. So if someone working on something that they work on but don't work on all the time, so like the manual could be pulled up. Oh, that's cool. And you can see it in the corner and with what you're working on. It'll look over what you're seeing. It'll yeah. give you display of, all right, that's this, that's this, that's My this. My only problem with it, as an engineer working on things is it takes away from your peripheral view. Yeah. And if you're looking at multiple things and your hands in places, working with gears and components, you're going to get fucked up. Oh yeah. Because you have to pay attention. Like that's why I don't even wear jewelry. Especially if oh. you got like you got like brazzers and, and, and X videos <laughs> all in this corner, and then you listen, got like you got red, I mean, red tube. Listen, and, like, I'm sure there will be somebody skilled enough to pull shit off. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, like, you know, I mean, why they, is he fidgeting on that machine? Yeah, wait a second. Yeah. There's there's plenty of horror stories when uh, lockout tagout procedures are not followed. We've we've known people where we work that have lost fingers yeah. because they think of they don't yeah. turn it off. They grab a stick. Well, there's your there's your I've finger, s- man. I've, yeah. I've seen some Good uh, job. I've seen some videos on the dark web of what goes wrong in factories when people aren't paying attention. So. <laughs> it yeah. looks just like the Jungle Book too. Oh like, yeah. yeah, oh yeah. You can. You uh, can I'm you sorry. Can look that the Jungle Book, uh, live action. Excuse me. Sci-fi yes. is just yeah. sci-fi is so hard to encapsulate. Like you got your giants, like you have the Star Wars, Star Trek stuff like that. Right. It's just it's such a broad subject. Like for me, it's always been. I guess it's because when I I grew up watching like in the '90s the Sci-Fi Channel and yes. whatever they put on there. So when like, it when it yeah. was an actual science fiction channel, it's yes. like MTV, right? They played music at and then point. they stopped playing. At music. one point, they used yeah. to believe it or not, <laughs> yeah. they did. Music was on that channel at one point. Mm-hmm. But no, it's to me it was it's like Sci-Fi to me is like synonymous with like dark stuff because yes. like to me Sci-Fi was the Terminator. It yes. was Alien. It, yeah, you know, Predator. Yes, it was literally that type of stuff that sure. I would see, and it's, that's why I always associated science fiction. Then with it became Sharknado. <laughs> that's a whole nother rabbit. But just like that's just like all things, Lava Lentula, yeah, <laughs> They grow and they and they they separate and they become different things. But you're absolutely right. There is a huge part of like the horror sci-fi genre, or a sci-fi like the Twilight Zone or Black Mirror, where there's a darker side to technologies and things like that. And Black Mirror is fantastic. They touch on a lot of a lot of stuff that's very close to home. Where it's yes. like we're not some far shit away. Like, it makes you like something like that happen. Yeah, it's like the Red Wedding and Game of Thrones when you just sit there and you're like, oh, <laughs> fuck, shit, did dude, that did just that. happen? <laughs> I was like, I can see that shit happening. Like the uh, the particular episode where like people would rate you. Yes, and then like your social rating would go down, and then people would not want to hire you, talk mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. You're basically <laughs> an outcast yes. to society, society. Uh, if you make the wrong decision, which 
kind of happens now. It's, it's, <laughs> it's very close to what's happening now. And, and depending on what country you live in, that is actually literally happening. Yeah. And the whole part of the whole program, the way it works is people report on each other and you reporting raises you and lowers somebody right. else. So, so it's like the abortion thing in Texas where you like just rat each other out and, and yes. oh yeah, okay. it's fucking oh, it's good stuff. It's, it's yeah. absolutely stuff. insane. Yeah, let's let's hang out. Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> so for you what would be your most impactful horror sci-fi I mean uh, most yeah. most impactful, I'd probably say, is Alien, and it's just because if you look at all the stuff that it has in it, like yeah. one, it's futuristic. Yep. So there you go. That's a big thing of sci-fi is like what's happening in the world tomorrow. Yes. And it's got space in it. Another thing that which yep. Star Wars, Star Trek, all is in, it, yep. involved in. You have these colonists, and like in order to travel out into space, you have to go into like a sleep. Yeah. So it's a weird thing to think of that the ship is moving. They'll have like an android or something operating the ship while yeah. everyone sleeps in stasis. Yep. And when you wake up, everyone you know is probably dead or 50 years older mm -hmm. because you're way out there and you're That's doing sick. a job for the – in the movie, it's the Wayland yeah. Utani company. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. So you're like way out there, but they're supposed to be like investigating a space colony. They get there, everyone's dead. Yeah. Like – Shit is wild. And you then don't know it goes into happening. this like alien parasitic thing. And, and this is before the whole Prometheus thing. Yeah. Like yes. When you go down the Prometheus thing, the later sci-fi movie, yes. you find out that the xenomorphs, the actual aliens, are like a weaponized like bioweapon that yeah. was created by a higher race that wipes <laughs> out existence. Wild. Yeah. I mean, it's just... What no. better way to wipe out organic life than and, with and an the invasive first, species? Yeah, and the first alien was terrifying. Yeah. I mean, you were stuck on this ship with this thing. You didn't know what the hell it was. You just knew it ripped out of this guy's chest after he got face-hugged. Hell yeah. And now it's in the <laughs> ship somewhere. And, like, they turned literally, like, a Game Boy screen into something scary. Like, oh, yeah. When that, thing, when that dock would be, <laughs> and start getting close to you, you knew it was your ass. You were like, where oh, the yeah. fuck is it coming from? Like, it's, in fact, that video game that was out, the, the alien video game, mm -hmm. the most recent one, it's literally you with no weapons just trying to survive on a ship. Yeah, you're trying oh, to find places sick. to hide. Alien isolation. That's yes. what it's called. Yeah, because it, it was a very suspenseful psychological thriller. You're terrified movie. of that yeah. thing. Like, you can't do and shit The psychological you. ones like that, where it's all tension, fantastic. I'm not a fan of the gore horror movie type uh, Absolutely. stuff, though, that yeah. everything yeah. started yeah. to become yeah. into nowadays. Well, that, that's actually, you know, that kind of goes, horror, in some well, case, some horror is a subgenre of science right. fiction. Like, you could say, like, the the Wes Craven's Nightmare on Elm Street, like that. Yeah, you know, sure. Yeah, that, that could fall into like a sci-fi-ish horror kind of a genre. Another yeah. one I forgot to talk about, and it's another dark science fiction gritty thing. Is it's in my opinion the greatest science fiction thing of our recent generation. That's The Matrix. Yes. Mm. Yeah. No, yep. The Matrix I mean, is fantastic. That's, that's one that makes you think. Like it has people like Joe Rogan, like we live in a simulation, yes. I mean. <laughs> and who's to say he's right or wrong? But it's like, and the beautiful thing is, if you were stupid, we could tell because you never got it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you never got it. Now that's like, right. That's right. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Come here, little fella. And, and then bringing back the Matrix. Yes. Uh, the trailer was pretty. The trailer great. looks amazing. It looks like they're gonna do a good job with it. They're bringing uh, back some of the older people. I don't think Morpheus is coming back. No, right. Morpheus. No, there was someone else yeah, that Lawrence was isn't clearly it. doing the uh, the Morpheus role. But I, I, I'm, I'm wondering if they've made the Morpheus role a program, just like yeah. the Oracle was okay. a program, sure. and the Oracle's bodyguard was a program. That's one way to and write out a you, great yeah, actor. Yeah. Did you and see? The, did you see Neil Patrick Harris in the trailer? Was that him? Yes. Damn. Yes. Yes. Okay. I yes. like Neil Patrick Harris. I like so. him too. But listen, whenever, whenever they do this, and I'm all for it. I want to see. The, I want to see the Matrix sequel. I want to see it because it's been so many years since we had yeah, a Matrix yeah. movie. But I just don't trust it. Yes. I, I've had so many bad things happen to me lately. With Skepticisms. 
Yes. I'm, I'm waiting for the German lady to walk in. Now, where are you at? <laughs> Fucking, like, I just... I'm afraid I'm on HBO Max. I'm sitting there with my popcorn, and all of a sudden, like, the movie starts. Bro, this sounds like a reoccurring nightmare. Exactly. <laughs> 20 minutes in, the German lady walks through the door. Like, ah! I thought I was going to have a peaceful night. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. You got to be careful with that, man. With that German lady. No, the Matrix, the Animatrix uh, animated series, like, what they're doing with Visions, um, yes. where they gave other directors and artists basically whatever you know to the uh ability to do whatever they want yep. in that world uh you know was really good i really yeah. liked the animatrix yeah. i thought it was deep and, and i like visions too i yeah, do like visions as well yeah. especially the duel the, the duel to me the first episode was the shit that and the the, the twins one the, the twins, twins yes. one was good the twins too. one was good was and then there one. was the other one where uh, the young kid and his Jedi master fought like the, the crazy old Asian. Yeah. Yes. Uh, like yeah. who was just waiting with his ship to just fight somebody. Yeah. That, that was, was a pretty one. dope <laughs> episode <laughs> too. But I, I thought could, you would like the music one. Like the Jabba the Hutt concert one. That looks like it was right up here. How dare you. <laughs> I, I, that was the one that I hated the most. Like during, I could have fell asleep watching that one. It was only 15 the minutes. concert portion, I was waiting for like, okay, now they attack. No? Okay. Now they, they attack. The now they saw it would have been better if Jabba killed them. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I, Corpac, like, come yes. on. Like, two, now that's you could have added, added like two more minutes, had them get attacked at the end of the concert, and they fight their way out. And like, I would have been happy. I would Yes, he finally used the fucking lightsaber. Yeah. It's like, no. what? More music. No. No, they, it was a metaphorical lightsaber. Oh. Fuck you. Listen, listen. <laughs> music never saves the day in reality. How no, dare you no, sell that? Yes, that's right. Another reason wait, they wait, hate wait, wait, musicals. Wait. Didn't we find out in one of our recent episodes that Metallica possibly caused the crash of the Soviet Union? Didn't we this, find that out? Did we not that, find that out? Okay, all right. So in Harvester that of case, Star, live at, uh, live that would be considered the exception to the rule. Right. Music, okay. music may have right. saved people it sometimes. Did. It, did. Know, it did. You know? No, just that time. Not sometimes. Just, <laughs> just that time? Name another time music has saved anything. The Little Drummer Boy? Next. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could have done without know. that episode. Devil went down to Georgia? Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe in Highlander. He yeah, kings. <laughs> that was a great show. It was great movies. Uh, man, they could bring that back. I'm surprised be mad at that, that they haven't tried. We lost to bring Sean Connery. I don't know who's yeah. going to be Ramirez now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's well, another dark one. Dark could, sci-fi no, channel. They could bring the guy that played Duncan to be the old mentor now. They could. It's okay. long enough at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he also the shittiest Raiden ever? <laughs> What's his name? I fucking oh agree. God. They haven't made a good Mortal Kombat movie yet. No, they have. They really they, tried with this last HBO one. But I I was going in like I'm gonna love this. This is gonna be great, and I was surely. No. See, I was I was talking no. about I was talking about the other guy that was Highlander, the guy from the show, not with the, guy the black from hair the movie. Oh, and, the, okay. and the man bun. No, yes, yes, yes. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, yeah. I think he did, did have a man bun. He did have a man bun. He did have a man bun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the guy in the movie, in the Highlander movie, he also played Raiden, and he was he was just dog no, shit. It was yes. bad. He threw no it punches. Was really yeah. bad. He threw yeah, no that punches. Wasn't, uh, and then the guy in Mortal Kombat Annihilation was even worse, Raiden. Yeah. No. <laughs> so I just, and the Liu Kang. How the fuck you fuck up Liu Kang? Possibly the greatest Mortal Kombat character, hero. Like, he is their Luke in the, Skywalker. In the original one, it wasn't too bad. No, it wasn't. But, but in this remake, one, it was even They the made Raiden a wizard. I know. I know. It, it just, was so bad. Yeah. Even the original Shang Tsung was better. Yeah. And, and here's my... How the fuck do you go from a guy, this main character, this dude that they just 
No, I wasn't interested. Kansas. Basically, no, no, no. an MMA white belt. <laughs> Gets his ass kicked. Gets his ass kicked in a local yep. MMA fight. Yep. A week later, he fights fucking Goro, the yes. prince of the Shokan, the winner of nine consecutive Mortal Kombat tournaments, yes. and beats his ass in a garage. Four times his size. What? Double the hands. He gets a stupid-ass Aquaman suit oh with, like, God. police batons. It was and just so bad. the shit. It was so bad. He was no. basically... No. Aquaman meets the big boss. Uh, what, what was that wrestler? The, the, the big wrestler. boss man. The big, the big boss, boss man. man. Yes. It, it seemed like yes. everybody had offensive superpowers, and his superpower was I can keep taking more of a beating. Right. Yes. He was the Rocky of yeah. Mortal Kombat. Luke, Luke Hang, they disrespected him so bad. He threw he, fireballs did. that did nothing. At least he Kung was Lao so was a bad motherfucker. Yeah. Kano was the only thing that saved that movie. Kano tried, but yeah. I mean, Sub Sub Zero. Okay, Sub Zero was badass. Yeah. Sub Zero was badass, yes. but then I mean, they, they turned and Scorpion. They turned yeah. Scorpion into a little bitch. The they, made, they made Scorpion and, and the new the, Aquaman the guy. Opening the opening scene and <laughs> fight. I was on board with that opening scene yes, and fight, it, and then it just went it to just degenerated. Yeah, yeah. From, it was I just agree with you. All yes. downhill. Yeah, the it was exciting in the thing beginning. When Sub Zero takes out the Lin Kuei, even the fight, even the fight later with Sub Zero and Scorpion. Again, I was like, all right. Fantastic. Yes. But everything else in between it was pretty was, trash. It was Just missing shit. something. Even Reptile, was something. I was like, that's a weird choice for Reptile. Like, it's a big iguana. It really was. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've seen actually bigger iguanas in, in Florida. Florida. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah did you guys, good. okay, did you guys see the video with the motherfucker <laughs> catching the alligator in the garbage can? Yes, I did. That shit was fucking great. I'm like, one, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> Whoever two, you are. Two, your family and friends hate your guts. <laughs> because they let you do that and they were recording. And nobody stopped you. No, nobody yeah. stopped you. Nobody Not stopped you. a care in the world for your well-being at all. They were like, this is going to get some great views. Yeah. <laughs> that's the society we live in now, yes, man. That's, yes. that's, that's, it could have been a musical. At. It could have been. We could, we could turn into it. <laughs> I know you're a big fan of this. No, no, not at all. No, but yeah, Mortal Kombat, they, they still haven't done it justice. And I've actually still talked to people who are like, oh, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. I'm like, oh, yeah. I recommend yeah, other stuff that's, to you. you know, those, are the same, glue. those are the same people that vote for someone, and then later they still, like, even no matter how shitty they were, they still like, yeah, that's that's my guy. That's yep. Either my side, I'm not saying you're right or wrong. I'm just saying <laughs> you know wrong. who you are. <laughs> you know, because if you vote for somebody and they start shitting the bed, like that dominatrix, like you got to say, hey. You got to call it as it is. I fucked up. I fucked up. You know what I mean? We're all adults here. We fuck up, right? <laughs> some of us. Some, yeah, yeah, some, some of us. Some yeah, some yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what about you, Eddie? What would you say Aliens for him was? The most impactful sci-fi uh, yeah. genre uh, movies, and uh, for him, what about you? I think for me, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's pretty hard to ignore how much it's affected just daily life. Sure, because um, and you do have a lot of people like eh, yeah, yeah, cell that, phones that are very Alexa that are very Star Wars centric. But when you look at Star Wars, it's great. But it really hasn't translated into everyday life. Where sure. when you look at Star Trek, no pod racers. Yeah, yeah. tablets. That's no. a shame, actually. Phones, <laughs> satellites, zoom calls, GPS. All of these things yeah. that that yeah. it, even you know research now. Um, you got uh, it's a Mexican physicist Miguel uh, Agubuela. It's a hard you know name to pronounce, <laughs> bro. You're Puerto Rican and you can't say a Mexican last Listen, name. I went, Get out. I listened. <laughs> I listened to how his name was pronounced, and I was like, 
what the fuck? Uh, yes. Uh, but he's Miguel he's, A. Miguel he's, A. <laughs> he's re- researching warp drive. Okay. You have people researching tachyon particles. You have a lot of the stuff that that that's come out of because they went very into the science and right. brought it as much into real science as possible that a lot of people took that and really ran with it. And and you know what else the show did really well is it. Focus on the better parts of humanity. And that was deliberate. Gene Roddenberry deliberately wanted, um, especially with um, Next Generation, he wanted to minimize conflict between characters and have it the conflict be external. Right. So it wasn't that the, so it was like, no, we've gotten to a point where we have harmony. Right. And and we're out there in ourselves that we have harmony with on ourselves. Everywhere else we're going, we're running into that's where we're running into the disharmony. Right, because those people aren't as uh, civilized or up to date technologically or whatever the case may be. And they're there to help them solve problems. But that's one of the things that drew me to the franchise as a whole for Star Trek was that whole like humanity's at its best. It's all inclusive. It's all accepting and they're going out there. They're not afraid to fight. They're not afraid to fuck shit up. They're like, we're still humans. Yeah. We'll fucking go to war. <laughs> yeah. But we're going to do it together. Yeah. Yeah. And when you think about it, well, the Star Trek was in the 60s, right? So it's, yes. it's, it's, in, it's on TV in the 60s. You had the 1966. First, the first interracial kiss yes. between Kirk and Ahura. Yes. Yep. Um, you had um, George Takei as Sulu. Yes. And it's actually a role for an Asian guy, yes. Japanese George Takei. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's not stereotypical or just Correct. blatantly racist, which yes. Hollywood was excellent at the <laughs> oh, time. Oh, yes, yes. Excellent at the time. And, and not only that, they didn't have them as background characters. They were like they were main front bridge, and front and center. Ahura Even like was the, the Scottish engineer, yeah. right? Yep. They wanted to make it like, hey, we're taking people from all parts of the earth. Not only that, there was a documentary that came out with Ahura, who she had an actual involvement in the United States NASA space program mm-hmm. in getting African Americans into the actual space programs. Like yep. she played a huge role in that because she was like, "Yeah, it's cool that I'm playing this part on TV," but she's like, "I don't see them in the actual field." Yeah, yeah. and um, I thought that that was kind of cool that like, you know, fiction kind of uh. uh plays a role in reality, yeah. you know? And and it did in many ways for Star Trek. It really did. Yeah, even as a Star Wars fan, and, like, you see how big Star Wars is, I, sure. I will honestly probably say Star Trek is definitely the most influential science fiction yeah. work sure. for our time. Yeah, easily. I would agree. I mean, yeah, yeah absolutely. Look at the technology we've taken from it yep. and its impact I, on culture. I mean, let, let's be honest. This last year, video conferencing became a real thing. It like, really it's always did. been kind of there, it's real it's, yeah. it's a real thing now. So did pantsless motherfuckers on <laughs> <laughs> video conference calls. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Hey, look, enjoy your life. You know what I mean? That's you only live once. But what about you, Nelson? What, what, would, you, me, what would you say is the fucking <laughs> influential All right, shit? all right. Uh, when it comes to most influential, hands down, it's Star Trek. But since we've covered that, I'm going to say what had more of an impact in my life or that I enjoyed the most. Please don't say Firefly. <sighs> it's Firefly. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it was only 13 episodes. The dialogue, the, the, the setting, the show, like everything that it dealt with was like some of the shit that you would think would really happen. Like it was like Earth is the main hub and then the further the outer planets got, the less shit you yeah. got. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't glamorous. 
And you had planets that were like third world nations. You had planets right. that were like first world nations. Yep. And you had those politics in between and everything going on. Correct. And you had the hierarchy. You had the we're uber rich. We could do whatever the fuck we want, live how we want. And you're the poor living on the fringes of society. And like Malcolm Reynolds wasn't even like your typical hero. He was like, they were thieves. He had a crew sure. of thieves. But his thing was... The people on this ship are my family, and I'm going to do what it takes to take care of them. So it's like Space Robin Hood. It basically, yeah. 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 He, had, he had a ship, it had a cargo hold, and he had applications for jobs. What do you need moved? Yes, yeah, and, and a lot of it at the detriment to himself <laughs> and his <laughs> fucking crew. Okay. Um, and then they added another element where they took on these two passengers— brother and sister component and one of the, the the sister was experimented on as a child who was this child genius who had all this stuff that the government implanted in her brain to make her the ultimate weapon that she didn't even know that she's unlocking as she's going but in a very disturbed way so like everybody on the thing on the ship just thinks she's fucked up in the head but really, as the show unfolds, you're like, oh, they did this to her. Mm -hmm. And so there was a little bit of compassion there as well. Sure. Um, but she was a badass as well. So, you know, the, the show was really good. And then it culminated in a movie, a Serenity, um, which the fans were, like, making a huge fuss to yep. bring it back, to have some kind of a resolution to the original idea and it did it justice yeah. it was pretty good it's got a huge following i know that it does it, it and and for such a short-lived show um it, it really had a huge impact yeah. to me as far as like wow this is what sci-fi is it can take it and it doesn't have to be like all lasers and lightsabers or tech uh, you know taking you into the future you yeah. know it's like this is more of a realistic approach yeah they, they 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 really leaned on if we take the world the way it is now and we just expand upon it being that we the flawed that we are now but we're on several planets and a system where we're varying distances away but the closer you get to the center is the closer you get to first world nation right that's that's what they really did well in the storytelling and the then world they had the other like horror aspect to it actually with the reavers yes so basically these people that lived on the outs of space like they called it the dark or yeah. the black uh, i believe it was the black yeah and they're out there and they go crazy in space. What do you mean, the black? Yeah. <laughs> they go crazy in space. They mutilate themselves. They are cannibals. And they basically just attack other ships, raid them, rape, kill, eat them, and then keep sounds one. Like, sounds like Philadelphia Eagles fans. Yeah. <laughs> but they keep like one or two people alive, and then they bring them into the fold. And that's how yeah. they expand their, their craziness. It's fucking dope. It's a really good show. Um, so I would go with that. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of origins, too, with science fiction. I mean, we can go back to as early as, I mean, one of the earliest I can think of, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Yes, yes. sir. I mean, there's, there's a lot of science based in that. Yeah. Uh, fucking people with pacemakers, there it Eight, is. 18, I mean, 1818, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. That, I yeah. can't think of anything earlier than and, that. And uh, it was uh, gothic horror, I think is what it falls under. Uh, gothic horror science fiction. And uh, she was inspired by scientific experiments... Um, in uh, 1780s, uh, gentleman Same. Aldini 
was experimenting on dead prisoners with electricity. So our country was 20 years old. So that was the first Arkham Asylum. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Eventually, he did start using that for electroshock therapy, I believe, as well. But this yeah, will he fix would, yeah, yeah, he would basically put on shows. And that's what spawned musicals. <laughs> <laughs> That was yeah. the first musical. That was the first musical. Yeah. I, I, I mean, when you read into it, it's insane. Um, he would put on shows, like like a sideshow at a carnival, bring people in and electroshock dead bodies to make them move. Yeah. That inspired uh, Frankenstein. Where, where the fuck do I get my tickets? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I don't want to go. And then some, some years down the, the line, yeah. Frankenstein actually goes back and inspires some real science. Uh, with a gentleman who creates the first portable pacemaker. So it goes from like sideshow to creating a book to inspire actual science further along down the lines. But if you, if you, you there you go, you delve into Thank like everything much, around yeah. that, it, it's pretty uh, insane. And then, I mean, I guess like that's, that's the first I can think of. And I'm sure there was other instances, but then you get to like, I'm, I think it was like the 30s. When was the War of the Worlds written? That was another big oh, one from yes. early yeah, days. Like, I mean, that when they announced that over the radio, I know there was some controversy when it happened <laughs> this time. Like people, I think people actually killed themselves. Oh, like, yeah, they yeah. did because they didn't tell people that. It was a, just a reading. It was a reading, yeah. right. They yeah. only thought we were being invaded. They yeah. only announced it in the beginning of the program that they were doing uh, – with minimum commercial breaks, I believe. So it, so was, it made it more realistic. So it made it seem more realistic. So Shit. so commercials were being cut out, not normally played, and they were playing it as if it was real. Fuck. They fucked yeah. up a lot of some, people Some that people day, I'm sure. really... That's probably what spawned the whole UFO sighting epidemic yeah. after that. <laughs> so now, sure I of, was, now I think about it, there's a lot of horror. I mean, is, is, is the first science fiction work a lot of it was, was, yeah. horror-related. was horror-related, well, yeah. Because a lot of it was written. A lot of it was written. When it science goes bad, it's it wasn't in right. scary. And I, mean, I think that's what it was. A lot of people fear the advancement of yeah. sciences and technologies because even now, people are, are are adamant that AI eventually is going to take over. People right? won't get the vaccine because they think they're going to have a technical. Oh, yeah, oh, exactly. They're like, oh, I'm being followed. I'm <laughs> yeah, being tracked. Buddy. Hey, bitch, you got a phone? Yeah. You're being followed. Yeah. You're being tracked. Science, <laughs> science fact is scary. Microphone, <laughs> camera, GPS. They, if they want... Everything's right there. But that brings me to yeah. one of my favorite recent movies called Ex Machina. I don't know if you've seen I this. I have not seen this, but I've heard it's about it. It's like science horror, um, but it's fucking good. It's just one of those movies where it's very realistic. Guy wins some kind of a contest, and he goes to stay at some like Elon Musk character's kind of house, and he's advancing AI technology, and he's there to interact with the AI. And... He falls in love. Like, if you haven't seen the movie, I don't know what to fucking tell you. Is it robot sex? Yeah. Yeah. So he Woo! falls in love with the robot because she is so advanced that she learns to manipulate him to basically free herself to get the fuck out of this compound. This is giving me some vibes of, uh, what was that movie? Splice. Oh, yeah, 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 yes. Where Adrian Brody fucks that weird alien. Yes. <laughs> and yes. that weird alien later fucks his wife. <laughs> Check that one Because out. that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Spoiler yeah. alert. Clearly, that's the way that yeah. goes. It's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. movie is, like, centralized around this. Plot. No, but Ex Machina <laughs> hits you on, like, so many levels. Even with the explanation of what happened, you can watch it and be satisfied and walk away from it. Like, that's a great movie. and But it satisfied. touches on the fears of... AI becoming so advanced that it can even outwit, outsmart, 
and then get into the real world and, and do its thing, blend in. Elon well, Musk's biggest fear. Yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, he lobbied he lobbied to in, put in place rules because of where he can see it going. Um, and when that failed, he decided option two is create a pathway to become um, cooperative with it, which is right. his neural link. So you can increase the bandwidth of your communication with the technology so that there's a pathway of harmony within increasing technology because they are okay. now working on AI that can start uh, making better versions of itself. So it's not built that bad, bad yet. Bad fucking idea. But bad, building something that can idea. improve upon itself. So they're trying to create nice. ones that can create better algorithms to create better versions of itself because right its now. limit its limit right now is the the method in which we teach it to teach itself. So if we could teach it how to teach itself better, you then start creating the stacking effect Oof. that it can create better versions <laughs> of itself. Who was who was the first like what's what's the first example in science fiction of like AI that is a threat. Like what? Like was it Space was it, Odyssey? Was it Space Odyssey? Probably Space Odyssey. That that might be it. Yeah, when I mean Space that? Odyssey twenty twenty one was it, or something like that. Yeah, but was that seventies? I forget seventies. It was a yeah, and it was a fucked okay. up like psychedelic movie. Most yeah, of that, it is that was just around boring. the time of the moon landing, I believe. Okay, so it I, might be it might be that one then, because the only other examples I'm thinking of, obviously Terminator. Skynet, yes, Terminator was, a, was another was a great, great one. one. Yes, and what was the game with the Something game, war games. What's the one with the with the? But even war games was um, that was Matthew Broderick, Broderick. Uh-huh. Um, on a computer. He played Super Mario, right? Matt, Matthew Broderick. What? <laughs> Just that, that, that shit threw me way the fuck off. I'm like, what? No, that's what I do. I'm, that's what I'm I do. Still no, 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 I'm thinking. I'm thinking of the Hoffman about that. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to avoid the the person that he ran over, and we're acting like nothing happened. It's Hollywood. Oh my god. But uh, yeah, that was that was that was like early internet is really what they were tapping into with that. Right. The 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 uh, problems with putting everything online is everything has access from any terminal, which is how hacking works nowadays. Right. But um, kind of too think, late. Too late to back out of it now. It's kind of like, yeah. Well, I, yeah. Well, once I've, you let the genie out of the bottle, people don't want to give shit no. back. I, I've know? I've said it before. If you can have everything online, but you don't need it to be manipulatable, you can have it where you could just monitor, and if something's wrong, you got to go there physically in person. But if you can have it manipulatable online, that's when anybody from anywhere in the world can start fucking with your meat factory plant, your water treatment plant. That's all what that yeah, was. I hate you, when people start fucking with my meat. You know, oh, man. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the worst. But I, I think Space Odyssey might be the first one where you have uh, Is that the, German the fear of AI. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, my god! Yeah, yeah. And then and then it just got Cut incrementally worse. Yeah. Cut the feet. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, you deal with uh, Terminators was probably more of a realistic like war machine. Like you know, it's like it's taking over the system. Like, it's creating these robots that are like you we, are we inferior. We are fucking yeah. War. We yeah, created yeah, it as soon yeah. as they put it online. It was like fuck you. You're, and, you're and, obsolete. I mean, those Boston Dynamic robots are getting real good. Yeah, they are running on a, a routine that's planned. <laughs> I've seen them. Is I've it wrong them. that I'm waiting for the first like, <laughs> like, like, like scientist at Boston Dynamics beaten to death by a new prototype? Like, well, I mean, am I are, a bad person? No, or? no, because they are kicking and yeah. punching and hitting these things. It's a matter of time. Yeah, it's no. a matter of time before the robot just goes. Yeah, it's like you know what? I can Boom. hit you back, bitch. <laughs> Listen, one 
One backflip, that's a lot of rotation you know? momentum. You know you, what I mean? You know the what Island of Dr. Moreau shit. You know, the robot <laughs> just goes, pain no more. It's, it's, a, it's a forgotten <laughs> movie that dealt with AI in a great way. It was iRobot with Will Smith. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. another sick approach to AI and how we... That would crazy work. Scientologist. Woo! <laughs> 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 Wait, sneeze there. Is he a Scientologist? I think he is, man. I think him and John Travolta. I know John. Lead. I know John Travolta is. I someone can no. Google I don't know if there are any Scientologists in Bel Air. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> we're on. I had to do it. I had to do it. I'm going to use it. my AI search engine to find out. <laughs> All right. So while he's lurk- looking for that, I think uh, let me ask you this: If you had to choose one character in sci-fi, um that had the most impact in your childhood, like somebody that you either looked up to mm. or feared, uh, but a sci-fi character that if you had to pick one, that's the motherfucker that represents sci-fi for you. Who would it be? Ooh, that represents sci-fi. Jesus. So Will and Jada Smith have a school for kids for Scientology. <laughs> they are indoctrinated, <laughs> sir. They, that. They, they are Scientology. Now, now that is a dark turn. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Damn, the iRobot got to You're not getting any of my taxes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you want if you want to pull a character that that kind of represents uh, science fiction, how do you not go to like uh, Jean Luc Picard? Okay. All right. I I I can't disagree with that. Jean Luc Picard, yeah. I like that choice. You know, uh, everything he did on Star Trek, especially when dealing with different cultures, different races with AI because data was the first AI that they, they're not just saying artificial intelligence. They're they're They fought for his rights. They're pushing the him show. into yeah. actual intelligence at yeah. that point. He is a, a living being. Yes. Um, I love you, how he was always so soft-spoken, but like when it came down to it, the one episode, like you think of war. Oh, he was a bad yeah. motherfucker. You think of war. Yep. Like angry-ass Klingon with a nutsack <laughs> on his forehead. Like, you, and you, you think the way he acts, like you're like, that's the badass on the yeah. ship. I remember in the one yeah. episode, Data just tooled him. I mean, yeah. just oh, yeah. beat the ever-loving oh, yeah. snot oh, yeah. out of war. And, and I was like, what, oh. With no problem. One of the great ones with Data <laughs> yes. uh, is when he was uh, Captain. Yes. When 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 he had to step into the role of actually being in charge and he has that character change where he's he's not the assistant on the ship. Yep. He's the one in charge. And now the way he talks to everyone is ever so slightly different where it's not um can you it's you go do that. Yeah. You go even and when they're he, like how dare you second guess me? At, I am the captain. Even yeah. when he's yeah, even <laughs> when he's dealing with Worf, where he's like listen no, 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 no. On the bridge, I give you the command. You're second in charge. You do what I tell yep. you. You got a complaint, we go over there and we talk privately. You don't back talk oh, yeah. me in the middle of the he fucking shit. He did the same shit. thing to the engineer who wasn't listening to yeah. him. He's like, no, no, I've been an engineer forever. He's like, bitch, I'm captain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in a nicer way. Of course. Yeah, yeah, in a much nicer way. But yeah, my pick, Jean-Luc Picard. If, right. you're, if you're picking the person that embodies uh, sci-fi, sci-fi. Um, right. in the way that I enjoy it, that's him. All right. All right. For me, because I'm going to jump ahead of Ian here because I know okay. he's probably going right. to He's probably going <laughs> to steal, he's gonna steal mine. He's going to steal mine. I'm going to go to the dark side. The guy from Firefly. I'm going to go to the, No, 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 no. I'm not going to say Malcolm Reynolds from Firefly. Great show. You should watch it. Oh. Um, <laughs> go to the dark side of things. I'm going to go to Darth Vader, part man, part robot. He's got future magic 
the force, the lightsaber. He's people's father, you know. Like <laughs> he's also People Magazine's uh, voted best villain of all time. I, I would have to agree. Yeah. Like yeah. he's the most feared man in the galaxy. Like he's on the ship, and like you know, Data, he would firmly talk to you, you know. Yeah. But like if you you were like, but Vader, he's like. Right. <laughs> Shut up, bitch! I will strangle you and your ten children at yeah. the same time. He's a seven foot tall evil sex toy. Yeah, you know? and, <laughs> and the voice. The ladies love that voice. I mean, yep. you can't doubt it. Yeah, you know? Mufasa. Can't deny it. Mufasa. James Earl Jones, James I believe. Jones, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did the nine X uh, yellow pages for a while there too, I believe. Uh, the he's got he's got the voice for it. <laughs> he does. He does. Not to be mistaken for the All State guy, Ian. Have you ever heard Darth Vader as? The voice from the actual actor that was physically playing him—it's terrible. Same, same with C three PO. Yes, no, it's and, and, terrible. And some of the, like the Wookiee <laughs> stuff when he's oh, no. when they're they're not doing the actual finalized versions of the voices. Oh man, some of them are pretty uh, <laughs> pretty bad, pretty rough. But yeah, yeah, to sum it up for Darth Vader, man, machine, mysticism, in space, conquering the galaxy, sci-fi. That's both, my guy right there. Both of those are really good choices. Um, okay. Sci-fi, one character? One character. All right. Um, My distant second that I'm going to knock out, both of them are female. Okay, all right. The the one that I'm going to throw out, Sarah Connor. I could talk about Uh, her, but I won't. Yes, yes. Um, My go-to is, in my opinion, the greatest female lead in science fiction, and that's Sigourney Weaver in Aliens. Mm. Uh, Just the fact that it was, for the first time that I can think of, because Alien precedes Terminator. Right. Um... It was the female lead character. Yeah. So you have this science fiction. You have this sp- ship in space where you have the captains, the doctors, and then I'm trying to think of what Ripley's job was. She was. Um, I, know, I know she I operated know. machinery and stuff like that, but she right. was she was some kind of officer on the ship. She held a re- like a realm of authority, but she wasn't you know yeah. the right. head on the right. ship. But she just takes charge in the situation. Yeah. She was she, believable. Yes. Yes. But she was human too. You yes. could see her weakness. She was a lot of times she was in trouble. She was getting the shit kicked out of her, and like. All this stuff is happening. People are dying. It's just this sense of fear. And the, one by one, the crew is being... Yep. These big, tough guys are just getting ripped apart. Yep. And you're like, oh, fuck. And then in the end, it's just her and this yeah. thing in the dark <laughs> void of space. Did she and, save a kid as well? Oh, yeah. In the, yes. sec, in the second one, she she saved a cat in the first one. Okay. Right. In, the, in, the sec, <laughs> in the second one, she saved a little girl, Newt. Fuck that crew. <laughs> I need that cat. I don't want to spoiler alert for the third Alien movie, but... Doesn't if make you haven't it. seen it, <laughs> no. But that's a great pick. No, yeah, she was strong and sexy. Like she, she was like yes. she didn't lose any of her feminism playing a strong role, and she was killer. Now, in in real life, I heard that Sigourney Weaver is a bad tipper and a bitch. But you know, that's like, <laughs> there's nothing we can do about that. Yo, listen, man, with her portrayal of the character, aliens, you could come back to Earth and be a little bit of a bitch. Okay, well, I guess she earned it. Well, she's <laughs> yeah. right, you know. So, but yeah, so that's my pick, and, and yeah. I think it's a great one. I think we all got some pretty good uh, uh, picks there. You know, Darth Vader. Uh, um, I can't go. Both of you had Sinead good O'Connor. Uh, <laughs> wow. Sean Luke Picard. Sean, yeah, 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 Sean She's Connery. Arguably the greatest from, from Irish singer of all time. How can you do that to her? Conor McGregor's walkout. No, Are you yeah, serious? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think that's dope, man. I think that's a great way to end the episode. So, Eddie, cue the music. Yeah. Thank you for joining us at the Sofa Kingdom Podcast. You can find us on all your social media platforms. Sofa Kingdom OFC. You can find us on YouTube at Sofa Kingdom Podcast. 
Don't forget to check us out. Like, subscribe, share, tell your friends. Little effort on your part makes up a big difference. <laughs> Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, all the places you can get your podcast. That's right. Even Christ Fellowship. Okay, that last one was a lie. <laughs> good shit, guys. Good shit. Episode. I can hear you over here. I was trying to draw a vision to it. I was over here. I was over here looking at it and I could hear it's like. That's why I like this one. I was like, one of the, the just... Jawas from Star Wars is <laughs> next to me. My allergies. Yeah, I, get... I sat down and all of a sudden, like, I'm like, oh my god. I'm fucking congested like a motherfucker. <laughs> he can pull out the uh, sniffle. I will.